Love Talk Radio. Welcome to Internet Radio's first magazine show, where you get entertainment, payment, celebrity, celebrity, love, love, dating, dating, new, new, business, business, health, health, and fashion, fashion. All presented to you on Plus Size Life Entertainment, where being plus size is never a negative. By your host, here's Jackie and Zuhaila. Welcome to Plus Size Life Entertainment, where being, where being a plus size is never negative. I'm your host, Jackie. Hey, and I'm your host, Suhaila. Welcome again. We're so happy to be with you guys tonight. Um, tonight is a really exciting show. We have Olympic gold medalist, Michelle Carter on. She wasn't able to make it last week, and we're so happy that she was able to She's going to be able to come join us tonight, and we hope everything yes. goes smoothly tonight. Um, <laughs> of course. And we want to make sure that you guys also know that to remember to call in 347-539-5729. We'd love to hear from you guys. And also, you can email us at plussizelife at thelovezoneusa.com. And make sure to mm-hmm. come join us every week and we want to get your questions and answer them and we want to have everyone involved in being body positive with us. Um, so today I know Jackie, I want to know how your day went because I know uh, it was your daughter's birthday today. Yes, I know. Happy birthday, Denise. Yes, happy she birthday. <laughs> she turns 19 today, but it is a bittersweet day because Today, of course, is 9-11, you know, yeah. what happened with the towers and everything, and I had an uncle who died in the towers, so it's kind of like you celebrate a little bit, but also mourn a little bit, so it's kind of like, yeah. you know, it's tough, but yeah, I want to make her birthday for be everybody. like, yeah, it's, I mean, she was two when that happened, but I didn't want, like, this day to be miserable for her, even though, yeah. for, you know, everybody else, so I I tried to at least, you know. Do something, give her a cake, whatever, something. <laughs> yeah, do something special yeah. either way. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, today's a tough day for a lot of people, and then especially I think people who celebrate birthdays on, on today is also kind of a tough day because just as a New Yorker, we're very, mm-hmm. you know, like attached to that. That memory is so strong. And my, in my time, I was 11 when it happened, and I remember I was like the type of effect it took over the city. It was, uh, yes. Yeah. So that's like, in, we're always here in remembrance because it was very, uh, it, w- it it really did change the way the city was that day. Like, it, it was really something that no yep. one's ever going to forget. If they were here, yep. if you lived in New York during the time, you, you're never going to forget it. Oh, yes, that's true. Trust yeah. me, I went down there that night. It was not a pretty sight. But, yeah. We're right, moving on. We're, so. <laughs> uh, on our to, to pivot this conversation a little bit, we gonna talk about some Cardi B Nikki drama. Oh my <laughs> god! Everybody is talking about it. 
And everybody has their sides they've taken. I think, what was you that? know, yeah, <laughs> it was intense. I think that it, it was crazy. It was, <laughs> it was crazy. So for those of you who aren't aware, um, even though it's like blowing up the internet, all those videos, they crazy. Mm-hmm. Through her red bottom at Nikki at a fashion show that was an altercation. If you can say the least, it was an altercation. Um, and it was incited by the idea that um, that Nikki Minaj was apparently liking tweets that were that were you know calling Cardi B a bad mother. Oh my and god. And Cardi B is still new to being in the spotlight and all this stuff, and that's, like, a part of it, I think, was also, you know, I mean, I don't think that that she has ever lied about who she is. Her music right, says yep. that she is somebody who's going to throw down and that she will, you know, mess these bees up if she needs to out here. So I don't think it's untrue to who she says she is. It's like, now you know that, She's not lying about who she says she is. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's okay when people, you know, when you're famous, your people are going to talk about you. They're going to say a bunch of stuff about yeah. you. If you're one of those people that are going to read comments, then um, celebrity is not for you because that's going to happen regardless. Um, I, I, I understand when people talk about you and say stuff about you, but going towards your kids, it's like off limits. You say whatever yeah. you want about me, and I think that just don't ask, don't talk about my kids. That's it. Yeah, no, exactly. Not like if there's if there's anything to come out of this is that like the 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 most wrong thing that happened is that don't come after mom and her baby, especially she's two months. It's two months. Yep. She's barely been a mother yet and you're gonna start criticizing her like I know. I I don't even anything. know what that I don't even know what the what the thing was about the criticizing. Like, what, what is it that she liked? Did you, did you see it? I, I I I didn't see what it was. I know that that like that that's the story though. Is that there were tweets and it was you know, but like not anybody famous. You know, some some random twitters of random people. Oh my god! But the issue, but the issue is that someone who's famous like Nicki Minaj and as famous as she is really shouldn't be doing such petty things to begin with. Like, why would you do that knowing that you're in the spotlight and people see what you like mm-hmm. constantly? So it's like you can think whatever you want to think in private, but, like, why, you know, you're famous enough that you shouldn't even care about anything that has to do with Cardi, whether she bought it. Yeah. And she's also 10 years older than Cardi. She's, like, 35. Yeah. And Cardi's a child. Cardi intentionally is, is in her mid-20s. She's still a young person who is still yeah. learning who she is and has a baby. So it's so it's also just like Nicki Minaj should be more mature a little bit in the whole situation. That shouldn't have happened. And I know yeah. that I feel like Cardi I feel is like there's, who she is. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. And that's, yeah. and that's it. At the end of the day, Cardi is who she is. <laughs> but it's funny because since forever that I remember it, they They've always been saying on the news that there's a feud against them. I feel like mm-hmm. the feud probably oh. didn't start with them. It started with, like, probably just oh, the fans. The, and the, the paparazzi media, 100%. Stuff, the media. Yeah. 
the paparazzi and all this like media stuff, it makes it so much worse because they escalate it to the point of 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 the of the whispering. It's like, oh, Nikki said this and Nikki said that, and and all these things. And 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 Cardi has been good at been she's been staying out of it and trying to be like, you know, good. But at then I think it was like the breaking points. Like you talk about my child at some mother, like. It's like, hey, it's like you want you know, about stabbing me. someone and then twisting. It's it's like no, you can't just keep. You know, there's a certain point where all the the trash talk that gets passed around reaches the point. It's like, you know, people are like mom jokes. That's that's how that is. It's like, don't talk about my mom. Like that's that's like yeah, the I one off limit joke. Exactly. <laughs> Your mama saw oh. this. Remember those? Oh my god, back in the day. <laughs> oh my god. I it's, just feel it's like the worst. there's. Yeah, I feel like there's room for both rappers. There are different types of rappers. You know, she's Hispanic, mm-hmm. she's, you know, from African descent, African American descent. But she, they, they're room for both. It's the same when Iggy Azalea also came out. It was like a battle of the mm-hmm. rappers. Girls, yeah. rappers, and you, they should support each other. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I yeah. have to be the only rapper. And, oh, no, I have and to And on top this. of it. That's the thing is Nikki knows she's a good rapper. She's an actual rapper. Like I get the Iggy mm-hmm. Azalea thing. She wasn't really ever a rapper. She was just a performer. Mm-hmm. And and yep. Cardi kind of came up in that way too. It wasn't like she was like really a rapper rapper at the beginning. But it's funny. Nikki oh, yeah, yeah. Nikki has proven herself as an amazing rapper. One of the best rappers has been. Why do you need to fight with a younger rapper? You know. Mhm. There's room for everybody. There's just, you know, I like them both. It's not like I stopped liking one because the other one showed up. So exactly. And there's no hate for either of them. I think both of them are incredible. And I actually just would love to hear a song from both of them. Love, love, love. Uh, I know. Please. Nikki, Cardi, if you're listening, please do it. <laughs> I mean, they, they had motorsport, and that was, like, the big part of the controversy. People were like, there's no drama. They did motorsport together, and then... But then, yeah. I don't know. You know, Nikki has her things that she needs to do. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. I guess um, it's time for a song. Our first song of the day is supposed to be LMA, Buddha. Um, we'll be right back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Feeling so deep in my feelings. Notice they really like me. Can't control my anxiety. Feeling like I'm touching the ceiling. When I'm with you, I can't breathe. Boy, you do something to me. Yeah. 
Hi, welcome back. Welcome back. Hi, welcome. And I'm your host, Jackie. And we and have Michelle Carter on the line with us. Finally, we're so excited to have Michelle. Yeah. I'm so happy. I so apologize for last week, y'all. <laughs> oh, okay. no, don't stop. We totally understand. We we're so happy you were able to reschedule. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We know you're busy. Well, I'm glad we made fun. it work today. Yeah, yeah. I'm really happy. All right. So how are so, you? Tell us. I don't know. Tell us something <laughs> about yourself. Tell the audience who you are and what you do. All right. My name is Michelle Carter, and I am a three-time Olympian, and I am the 2016 Olympic gold medalist for women's shot put for Team USA. Wow, that's an amazing. We should have class. That must feel so good to say. <laughs> I know, like, right? I, I could go and be like, "Hey guys, I'm a three-time Olympic gold." <laughs> Listen, well, it's still weird for me to say it because I'm like, "Oh, I really did that." It's so weird. I really. <laughs> yes. I can imagine. I, I, that's so crazy. I wish. I wish. Like, how I was do you so go athletic. back to? How how do you go back to being like normal life after competing in an Olympic game? You know what I mean? Like your day to day life. Yeah. Competed. <laughs> how like, was, how did that level. feel? I don't even know. <laughs> oh, she's not back to normal it yet. Great. It's just like you know, because it's, it's it's funny because some people catch it, some people don't. It's weird when people recognize you or people think they recognize you, but they're not sure, so they just stare at you. So it's it's still like some adjusting going on, but it's great that um, I set a goal for myself and I was able to accomplish it, not just for myself, but for my country. And um, I represent a lot of people with this medal, with this goal I accomplished. So it's it's a um, a great honor, but also you know it comes with responsibility. Yeah, I'm glad that I'm in this position. Oh, my God. oh, that's yes. amazing! So we wanted to we want to talk. This is our business, uh, our our business section of the show, and we want to talk about how you. We had a lawyer on that did uh, that focused on branding a few weeks ago, and mm-hmm. you you pretty much called you're the cat diva. So we want to know yes. how you, how that came about, how you created that that persona for yourself. We think it's so awesome. It's such a clever way to put it. <laughs> Well, thank you. It's funny how it caught on. Um, I just, you know, I came in an era when social media kind of just came out. Like, we just got the internet when I was like a freshman in high school. And it was the dial-up service that took forever long. So, um, then on top of that, like, when I was in college, that's when Facebook came out. And it was just for college students. So, this whole idea of social media was just, like, for your friends and so when I started doing it, because I was the only thrower on the track team at the University of Texas, Hook'em Horns, and um, yeah. everybody else would call themselves track diva, and I'm like, I can't, because you know that song, like Beyonce, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everybody was like, track diva, and I'm like, well, um, shot diva, I'm like, because you know, that wasn't me, I didn't run, so I came up with that. And so when social media came out, I just started calling myself Shy Diva on social media because I thought wow. it was cute. And it's funny how when I go back and I watch um, the commentators on um, 
on the uh, track meets, and they'd be like, Michelle Carter, D side diva. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> you created an entire persona. That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's great. And, girl, she's hard to keep up with. She's high maintenance. <laughs> Ooh. Shot diva. I wonder if when they first heard the name, they're thinking, like, she does shots or something. You know what I mean? Like, they took it, like, <laughs> yeah, some people did. They were like, so what kind of shots are you taking? I'm like, not those. <laughs> oh. I know, right? They're like, oh, she's like, oh, no, she's like, you know, gold medalist. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah. I got throw a shot. I like the shot put. And some people put their own spin on it. Depending on what crowd I'm in, they will say shot put diva. Just to clarify mm-hmm. for some people, which I don't mind, but it's like if you already know I throw the shot, but when you hear shot diva, you're going to know, like, oh, I get you're gonna it. You're going to know but, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We're going to we're gonna right. go to a right? – go ahead. Yeah, we're going to go to our, our next song. It's going to be Gap Bad. And we also want to tell you guys when we come back, we're going to be doing health with our shot diva today and talk about some of the awesome organizations that she is she's heading up and we'll be right back with gap band guys i'll see you in a bit come back to plus
Welcome back. You're listening to Plus Life, Plus Size Life Entertainment. I'm your host, Jackie. And I'm your host, Suhaila. Welcome back, and we're back with Health. Hey, and we're back with Michelle Carter. Hey. Yeah. Okay, so there was an article me and Jackie had spoken about uh, a week ago that spoke about how in general, BMI is not a good indication or, or it doesn't really fall into correlation with your BMI. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't correlate with being healthy. That's what, that was what the article said. Um, and it actually finds that women who are bigger find diseases earlier on in stages because they're constantly being, like, scared into, like, health and going into the doctor more often because of their weight. So the and the, it's more likely that someone who seemingly looks healthy can, uh, to you know, to our standards, seemingly looks healthy and go to the doctor less frequent, and they find diseases later on in life because and later on when it's too far in, and there's a lot of like, uh, so that was what the article like basically was talking about, and uh, pretty much we wanted to know how your take on the health situation and being a plus size woman, do you ever feel that there's like any bias towards you and you have to like explain yourself? Cause you're an athlete at the end mm-hmm. of the day. So, mm-hmm. you know, what kind of experience have you had with that? Um, fortunately I haven't had too many bad experiences. Um, mm-hmm. I think when I go to like, sometimes when they have like, health fairs or things. They're like, oh, let me check your blood pressure. And then when they check my blood pressure, they're like, oh, it's low. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know, I take care of myself. I do work out. And I do think that um, people have to keep in mind that there are different body types. And when you are more muscular, the scale is going to read heavier than what I look like or what Mm -hmm. you said I might say. And you have to take all that into account. Like, just like really we take Serena as an example. Serena weighs over 200 pounds. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. But she's nice and solid and there's a lot of muscle in there. So it's going to read heavier. And I, I just think that we have to really redo um, the health model of what is health. What does health really look like? And knowing that everybody doesn't come in the same size and everybody doesn't come in the same shape. And there needs to be a wider gap for that because if I'm run, if I could run two miles and I'm eating decently, you know, that that's still healthy. But yeah. I just look different than the other person that probably does the same thing that I do, but they weigh 75 pounds less. Wow. But yeah, it doesn't exactly. look like but- it. Yeah, I saw that they were saying that when you're also in like a job, like job related, when you're when you're heavier, it looks like they hire people based if they're heavy or not. And I'm like, what the heck does that mean? Because they think heavier people are more lazy or prone to like be depressed and not do the Sit job down well. all day. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> but it's like you know, it's it's. That's stereotyping at the end of the day, and mm-hmm. you can't assume if you're qualified for the job, no matter your size, like you're qualified for the job. But there are some jobs that people don't hire you because you are big. You may not look mm-hmm. the parts they're looking for, and mm-hmm. that's not fair. If I'm qualified, I'm qualified. So 
you know, it's, it's, it's weird how people really judge people based on what they think people do with their bodies. Um, mm-hmm. Just like I would say, I have gained weight over the years. I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism, and it has caused me to gain 100 pounds. And some people may look at me and be like, saying, oh, she's just big and fat just because she don't take care of herself. Like, no, mm-hmm. I actually have a condition that slowed down my metabolism that caused me to gain weight, which I was already a bigger girl in the first place to start with, and I gained weight on top of that. And I'm taking very good care of my body, but my body isn't doing what I need my body to do for me. And that's not my mm-hmm. fault. So you don't know everybody's story and what they're struggling with and what's going on, the reason why they may have picked up weight. And some people are fine just the way they are, and that should just be it. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's, that's true. very true. It's, it's, no, and it's, and it's, like, we talked about, we talked about um, the Cosmo cover that it, it's going to be uh, Seth Holiday for October. Yes. And, she, and, and, the, and the idea that that reporter had said that it was promoting obesity. And we, and oh. we were, like, shocked that that's what he said. And then the editor of Cosmo had come back and replied to him and said, no, we just want there to be a different standard of beauty, that different people are still, like, they still are deemed worthy of being on the cover of a fashion magazine. Just doesn't yeah. matter whether they're skinny or large or whatever size in between that they are. It should be that everybody should find there's so many different types of people. We can't cookie cutter them. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. It, it's funny because they, they did all that. And, and I do understand there is a fine line between um, – I guess there's in in that whole I guess fat shaming and being confident mm-hmm. in who you are, where some people was like, well, I could just do whatever I want to do and not take care of my body, eat any kind of way, but still mm-hmm. love me. But it's like, do you really love you if you're not taking exactly. care of your body? And so there okay. is a fine line with that. And I feel like Tess did talk about it a little bit, like on her Instagram mm-hmm. page, where she is working out. And yeah, people are like, well, I thought you was happy with how your body is, but there is a difference between y'all being okay with my body and still feeling good about who I am as a person. But then mm-hmm. I do realize that I do need to work on a few things for my health. Yeah. And that's, that's, I think, you know, people have to understand there's a difference. Yeah, because they think that because you are plus size or you're bigger, that I don't matter if you are unhealthy. You could still and be you plus don't size care. So it's, yeah. Kind of like, like I was telling Suhaila last time, I was like, I'm plus size and I'm healthy. I mean, I go to the doctor every year and I'm always okay. So does that, you know, does that mean I have to be sick because I'm plus size? I, you know? Yeah. It's so yeah. weird the way people think, I guess. Yeah. So we wanted yeah. to talk <laughs> about, we also wanted to ask you about, because we thought this was really a great thing. We we saw that you were part of a program called You Throw Girl. Can you tell us a little bit about oh, that? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, so uh, I have a camp called You Throw Girl Sports Confidence Camp. And it's something that I had dreamed about for years about just having a camp for young girls just to help build up their confidence in who they are as athletes, but as well as who they are as human beings. Um, one thing I get asked all the time from parents, like, my daughter doesn't have confidence. Can you talk to her? Can you say something encouraging to her? Can you do this? Can you do that? 
And then that let me realize that there is a problem out there where these girls, especially bigger girls who are athletes, are not feeling confident in themselves and in their bodies. And they're mm-hmm. quitting the sport, so they're not able to finish all the way through. But there's a lot of things going on in there. And so I created this camp so that these girls can see that they're not alone. Not just how they feel, but even just how they look. That you're not, you know, you're not, you're bigger than the average girl, and that's okay, but your body can do amazing things. And I want them to know that everybody is created to do something great. We just have to figure out what you were created to do, and then whatever it is, do it well and be great at it. Yes, preach. (laughs) That sounds incredible. These young girls now need that. They need that, um, I guess, encouragement, and they need that. I don't know. There's a lot of just negativity. There's a lot of negativity on, especially especially now with social media, right? Like you have this standard that you want to like, oh, you need to get the perfect picture and you can edit it and make yourself look, you know, Mm -hmm. 10 pounds lighter. And I think that that, especially with those, yeah. How do you feel like with yeah. the girls? Do they have are those some of the issues they have to deal with, like on top of being just athletes and you know plus size? Yeah, there are some who really struggle with that. Like, there's just girls who feel like if I take this picture, I got to put X amount of filters on it, then I have to whiten my teeth and fix my cheeks, and and I'm just like, well, then now you don't even look like <laughs> you anymore. That's true. Exactly. Like, who, are, who who is this in this picture? And that's I don't know like is that you know I'll point out like is that really healthy like what do you don't like about yourself so much that you don't want to be you in your picture and right. you kind of walk that down I I don't edit my photos like what you see is what you get you might see a roller too it's there I can't hide it it's there you know um, <laughs> sometimes in my videos if I not hold, if I don't hold my my head the right way I'm gonna look like I have a double chin and sometimes depending on how I'm looking I might. But I just learned that that's who I am today. And there's nothing I can do today that's really going to change it. So why not appreciate my body for what it is today? Because tomorrow isn't promised. Mm -hmm. It is. I have all my functioning limbs. I have my eyes. I have my nose. I can smell. I can hear. I can see. So I need to be appreciative of that because this is the only body I get. And if I don't like this, And then how am I feel about it when, like, if I uh, go blind? And how am I really feel about myself then? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So you don't appreciate yeah. what you have until it's gone. So let's appreciate what we true. have. Mm-hmm. And, and then I think if we put it in a different perspective, but let's not focus on what we look like, but appreciate what you have. Because if you have two legs, two arms, two ears, a nose that you can smell out of both nostrils, you can taste your food like you're winning. At the end of the day. <laughs> oh my God. All right. We're going to be right back with the Finish Professor's Life Entertainment. And when we come back, we're going to be talking to Michelle about how she keeps a confidence body image. Our next song is going to be Janet Jackson, Made for Now. Janet Jackson, I come. Stop.
Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson, and you're listening to... The Love Zone USA. I'm living my best life. Yeah, yeah. I'm living my best life. Made a couple M's, you know. I'm living my best life. I'm living my best life. Made a couple M's with my best friends. Turned on my L's in the last hands. You see the whip pulling up, it's like Dream pulling up, I'm like I'm living my best life. It's my birthday, at least that's what I'm dressed like. I'm like Big Pop, mixed with Tupac. I'm like Machiavelli, Nisa, Little Caesar Pizza. I be hot and ready, nigga. You a pussy and a rat. You like Tom and Jerry, nigga. You ain't falling, you just talking. That's that commentary. I was in the field, man, I slayed for this. Had to talk to God, drop down and pray for this. To my surprise, he replied, say you made for this. I seen the car wanted, then I went and paid for it. Cash, cash, hit the take, yeah. Hit the race, hit the dash, dash. That's when they came for me on Twitter with the backlash. Cardi B is so problematic, it's a hashtag. I can't believe they wanna see me lose that bad. They talking junk and they think these hoes mad trash. I'm giggling, can let the devil have the last laugh. Ain't no more beef and I'm just keeping to myself. I'm my own competition, I'm competing with myself. I told y'all, I'm living my best life. I told y'all, I'm living my best life. I made a couple ends with my best friends. Turned on my L's in the legend. You see the whip pulling up, it's like, like Better be careful with these women when you trick and send and fly. She count money in her sleep and she don't never spend a night. But she trapping and she had to make it happen for her life. Don't be mad because she having shit, you had it your whole life. We had baggage on our flights. We had badges on our asses. You got passes in your life. You had gadgets on your bike. Got work magic, got work magic, got work magic in my life. And that guala like Ayala cause that bag you take my life. And y'all no good and damn well I don't want no champagne. But can we please get some more champagne? Andre G like Von Che, reach like Ron James, pep talk from Yonsei. Remember my hands had ash like Pompeii. Now they hold cash, won't peak like Dante. I told y'all, I'm living my best life. I told y'all, I'm living my best life. I made a couple ends with my best friends. Turned on my L's in the lessons. You see the whip pulling up, it's like screw. Dream pulling up, it's like screw. I'm living my best life, it's my birthday, Lisa, when I'm I said I never had a problem, showing y'all the real me Hair when it's fucked up, crib when it's filthy Way before the deal me, shoot to pay the bills me Before I fix my teeth, man, those comments used to kill me But never did I change, never been ashamed Never did I switch, stories stay the same I did this on my own, I made this a lane Y'all gotta bear with me, I've been through some things Went for small ass apartments to walk you back Carpets, pissy elevators, now every dress is tailored yeah. Some real life fairy tale, Benderella shit I got further than them hoes that I will ever get And that only goes to show that only God knows I took pictures with Beyonce, I'm in mama nose I'm the rose that came from the concrete and the rose I'm like gold, I'm like gold, man I'm chosen, I'm floating hey. I told y'all, I'm living my best life I told y'all, I'm living my best life I made a couple M's with my best friend. Turned on my L's in the legend. You see the whip pulling up his lights, girl. Dream pulling up his lights, girl.
I'm living my best life. It's my birthday. Lisa, what I'm dressed like. Girls, girls. Going down right now. Girls, girls. Jamie Foxx in your town. Girls, girls. Money piling up, eh? All the blacks coming down. Welcome, welcome back. You're listening to Plus Life Life Entertainment. Um, and just a reminder that on Thursday, Mike T is going to be interviewing Talent the Comedian. Please check that out at Local USA. Hey, Suhaila. Hey, Michelle. Hey. Hi. Welcome back. Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back. (laughs) Oh, so we wanted to ask a question about the body, I guess, keeping a positive body image. So how do you do that and, and I guess, make people see that, that, you know, no matter – any size or anything, you could keep a positive image, you could be sexy, you could look, you know, I don't know, I don't know, yeah. well, how do you do it? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it starts with just taking care of yourself and taking pride of taking care of yourself. Um, it's funny because I was talking about this a little earlier where mm-hmm. um, confidence come in just doing the little things that make you feel good. So like waking up in the morning and brushing your teeth and washing your face and taking a shower and putting lotion on. Like these mm-hmm. things are basic things. But when you think about it, it's you showing yourself love because you want to take care of your body. And I think yes. the more love you show your body, the more confidence you build. So taking that time to take care of your skin, like give yourself that weekly facial, buy you that, that mask you wanted to try, um, it just you kind of start to just gain this appreciation for what your body can do, and then also just set goals for yourself. Like sometimes just setting goals, like small goals, like making my bed every day, or uh, <laughs> <laughs> making sure that I, cook, you know, like this, or cook breakfast or something. Like small goals just helps you believe in who you are and that you're able and that you're uh, competent to do something and that. Um, that you're, you're like you're just able to do it, and I think it kind of starts there to build that confidence about your body. I take care of my body. I love on my body because if I don't do it, no one else is going to do it for me. And I can't sit around waiting for someone to tell me I'm beautiful. I have to tell myself. That's true. Hey, and we also saw that you're going wedding shopping. Yes. 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 So, so you found the dress? Did you I say yes to a dress? <laughs> I said yes to a dress, but I was real picky about this situation because, number one, I am a plus-size girl, and mm-hmm. I already know that most boutiques do not carry dresses, a lot of dresses in my size. Yeah, so we actually – yeah, last week we talked about there was this bride, so that we fill you in on that. There was this bride yeah. out in Long Island who she was getting married, and there are absolutely no plus-size bridal boutiques in New York, apparently. 
And she yeah. took her wedding money and opened her own bridal boutique. And now her wedding's postponed indefinitely so that she can make this business work. And we're like, that was so selfless of her. She was like, this is this is crazy. The plus size women don't have this. So we wanted to know about how your experience was with being a plus size woman and trying to find a dress that fits you properly yeah. or the way that you want it to be, you know? Yeah, I, I purposely went looking for plus size boutiques, bridal boutiques. Like I mm-hmm. went on Instagram and I posted a post that said, "Hey, I'm looking for a wedding dress. Uh, can you guys let me know some um, plus size bridal boutiques?" And I had so many responses. I think that's probably one of my busiest posts ever. And oh, wow. they dropped a lot of names and boutiques wow. that are out there, but people just don't know. And so um, I had my top three, and I went to the closest one first. That was in Houston, Texas. Shout out to Olivia's Bridal House. And, mm-hmm. um, and I was just happy that I was able to go in there and try on dresses and not worry about there's going to be a dress that I like, but I can't try it on because they're not going to have a dress that's going to be even close to my size. Yeah. And it was kind of sad that I even had to think about that, but that's a reality for me as a plus size woman. Going shopping mm-hmm. is not always easy. Like I always, I need to know where I'm going and what I'm looking for, so I know where to go for what. Because I can't find everything in one place. I have my stores for different things that I go to where I know I could fit this and I could fit that, and this could work and that could work to piece together what I need that's going to fit and work for my body. Wow, that yeah. That's, so that so, were there any particular things that you were looking for in your wedding dress? I know you don't want to give details because I know some people are really yeah secretive <laughs> about everything. But were there things that in yeah. that you liked ahead of time that you wanted? Well, this is what I did. I didn't want to get set my heart set on the style of dress, and then I put it on and I don't like it, then I'm devastated. So. I, when I first got engaged, I looked at ideas, trying to figure out what was going to be my style. Either my style was going to be, like, super clean, classic, or it was going to be glammed and over the top. Those are those are my only two options. <laughs> and, um, and then after that, I stopped. I'm like, okay, I have an idea. I'm not going to look at any more wedding dresses until it's time for me to try it on. Then I showed the lady my Pinterest page, and she was like, okay, I see your two styles. I'm going to bring dresses for you to try on. And I think that was the best thing I could have done. That way I wasn't set on anything. I was open to what was going to look good on me. And that's all I was worried about. Yeah, that's all. Okay. (laughs) Hey, at least you found it. That's the good part. (laughs) Yeah, that's the best thing. But if you didn't have to struggle to find it, because I know there's lots of women out there that have to, like, really struggle because there's not, like, in New York, apparently there isn't any boutiques in New York. And now this is, like, so that's like, yeah. you know, there are women who probably have a hard time getting to a place where they even have plus size boutiques. So that's really, really exciting for you that you were able to not have a stressful situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was ready. Tell us how our audience and people listening, I guess, to find you, your Instagram, your Facebook, your, your website. Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Shot Diva. It's S H O T D I V A. The same on Insta um, on Facebook, and you can also find me on our website at www.shotdiva.com. And so, can everybody find? Uh, 
can everybody find your program, the youth throw girl there also, like information about yes. that for the girls out there donating or anything? Interesting, yeah. Yeah, it's on it's on my um on my website, but I also have an Instagram page for you throw girl. So you can find everything on my website though. Oh, okay, that's yeah, awesome. I did look at it. <laughs> so everybody check out the Shot Diva. She's awesome, and she's a beautiful advocate for plus-size women and body positivity. We, we're we so happy that you're able to come on the show today. Yes, thank um, you for having gold me. I appreciate it. <laughs> I know. So you have that responsibility now, that gold medal responsibility. <laughs> I know, <laughs> So we want to thank the audience. Anyone, remember to always to try to call in, check out other Love Zone USA shows. We want to thank Michelle for being on the show with us. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and we just want everyone to know that being a plus is never a negative. Jackie? Yes. And reminder that check out Mike T on Thursday with Talent the Comedian. And, you know, you can send us messages, find us. I'm at I am Jackie underscore A in Instagram, Suhaila. And I am yes. at Suhaila. <laughs> at Suhaila, yeah. At Suhaila, Z U H E I L A. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much. You're listening to Plus Size Life Entertainment. And we're going to We're going to be. We're going to leave you with the song Childish Gambino Feels Like Summer. So thank you for being on
Come on.